Welcome back to Thoughts from the Tinkerage. Again, lockdown. So for those watching on video, when eventually I load the videos up, uh, this is the Tinkerage. So generally, Thoughts from the Tinkerage. And I haven't got anything written down. So again, just an off-the-cuff one. So probably won't be too long. I think the thing that I, I know that I want to talk about on a big scale at some point, as I've written least two essays on this is the the community or just community and i think situations that we see ourselves in now almost global pandemic the the lockdown that's that's a time when we see community in in action and it, i think there's there's so many aspects to that Certainly in the village that I live, somebody has organised a system by which the elderly and the vulnerable are able to get access to help with their shopping, for example, and picking up prescriptions from the, their pharmacies, from their doctors, uh, without having to have sort of contact. And a fine example of community. In the UK here, we've seen quite a regular basis now on Thursdays and starting today on a Tuesday. The appreciation shown for the frontline staff, the NHS, the care workers, with a kind of a Thursday 8 p.m. clap. Today is Tuesday. We've seen the first of a minute's silence for the NHS workers, particularly like church before all, all workers associated with essential work that have died as a result of COVID-19. Obviously, if we see some negative aspects of community as well, there's been a massive increase in the amount of spam that people are receiving, often related to the COVID, using that as a kind of a, a reason to try and get hold of people's money or their identity. And that's a sad reflection. We also see perhaps people abusing things like the Thursday clap and setting off huge amounts of fireworks which workers from the NHS have said, please don't do because our dogs at home, our pets are getting scared with us. And if we're working, we can't be there maybe to support them during that time. Or we're having to expend precious energy, keeping them calm when you know, we're tired after a shift or prior to going into a shift. And what, as, as usual, this is not specifically a maker podcast, but being a maker, being part of the maker community is, is something that's very important to me. So I wanted to just talk a little bit about the maker community and some of the things that I've seen and had done. I've already talked about in the last episode, and I mentioned it briefly in the episode before, how Steve House from Fools of Tools has initiated a, a program of lessons, learning, in a variety of subjects, which he's coined as Schools for Fools, as part of the, the Fools of Tools Facebook group. And... That's that's just fantastic. I've been lucky enough to be able to take part in quite a few of those, not all of them. And the chat that goes on just beforehand, the chat that happens often after they're finished, it's just a, a lovely example of community-mindedness. It's, it's great seeing people and talking to them one-to-one -one rather than through text of Facebook or Instagram. And... That's just for me. It's just been really nice. It's it's certainly been reason to kind of smile and have a smile on my face 
And yeah, some of these times are tricky. When you hear about friends, both in the maker community and in real life, ex-colleagues, family, who are going down with coronavirus, or are worried when they're exhibiting symptoms that might be coronavirus. In some cases, thankfully, uh, something just much more minor. Yeah, it, it's, it's a worrying time. And that's it's even without kind of taking on board some of the press that's being put out, particularly by the gutter press, as I think is a good phrase to call them, those that just want to sell misery and despair and angst. I think talking about those is one for another episode. Certainly it's something that makes me quite angry. But also things like uh, Molly Kurt from Yaron Blog. He put together a, a Makers Having Coffee on Zoom meeting. Uh, it's been three now so far. I think it's three. And it's interesting that the people, it's been a core of people in, in all of the meetings so far. A few people have dropped in and out of some of the others. But there's a real sense of community that has come from that. People now are kind of you know, helping each other celebrate virtually birthdays and giving advice on things like logo design for starting a channel, for, for getting some stickers. And I think it's just, it's just great to see that happening at perhaps an accelerated speed. The community, the maker community that I've been a part of for several years now is is so supportive. Occasionally there's there's negative behaviour as you see in, in any community. I've come across people who are perhaps bigoted in one way or another and are happy to express that and don't really care who they offend in, in that process. And that's different from I think banter. Banter is often used as a expression of oh, it, it was just banter. It was just a I was taking a joke, a sarcastic but Again, maybe something for another topic. But it only gets short shrift in the maker community and is often ignored. Although I think perhaps there's different aspects to the maker community. I think I, I have a the, the term maker community in my mind and it fits a certain kind of quite large group of people, some of whom I know, I'd say, very well and some that I'd call very, very good friends and some that I would call merely acquaintances. And there are others that perhaps... Some famous people who are parts of the community and meet and maybe no names and, and by distance, but I wouldn't necessarily say that I was friends with. There are other parts of the community. I tend to find these personally in perhaps more specific groups where people talk perhaps a little more freely. Um, and by that, I mean maybe don't necessarily think about the effects of their comments on other people. It's the places where you tend to find people talking about things like, to coin one that I saw recently, snowflake health and safety. Personally, I find that quite offensive. Kind of know where they're trying to go from, but as somebody who's worked in education for a long time, someone who's worked in industry, someone who's had responsibility for health and safety, I, I find actually terms like that usually as a result of a lack of knowledge a perception that people are trying to control what people can and cannot do. I think it's a reflection. It's often men that come up with this, and it's perhaps a part of what might be termed as toxic masculinity. You know, the idea that you know, if you're a man, you, you can't show emotions, you can't show vulnerability, you can't cry. And if that's something you think is true, well, you probably don't want to listen to this podcast. 
um, it, it's garbage, and it's it's the reason why, and it's the reason why suicide is is the biggest killer of men under I think forty five. It, it, it's it's bad. It, it's not good. So don't bring that that stuff to me. Uh, it's, I'm I'm not gonna accept it. So, but I see in within the maker community the part that I'm most active in. But places like Fools of Tools, but not exclusively, where people are just so supportive, where people will have a laugh, where people are you know, not annoyed if they make a mistake and maybe get called out on it, they're going to go, oh yeah, okay, thank you, rather than maybe getting the hackles up. And I think that comes from being in a place where you're comfortable to make mistakes, where you're trusting of people. And find a place like that. Some people, it might be part of a, a, a church community. I, I, th I think actually communities are, are, are one of the key things for humans. We are a people that strive community. And this isn't anything to do with being an introvert or extroverts. Yeah, extroverts gain energy from people. Introverts tend to lose energy to people. But what's quite interesting is when you get a community of introverts, they often gain so much energy from each other. I think maybe that's part of the maker community. So many makers that I know of have elements of introversion about them. And I know I do. But the energy that's generated by makers together, introverts together, is fantastic. So if you're not part of a community, it might be that you've just not found the right one yet. Keep looking. And if you're actively looking and you're not finding one, well, don't worry too much. Just keep doing what you're doing. Make sure your your work in some way. And you probably find your community. I've been a part of many communities in my nearly 50 years on this planet, starting with, I guess, school and working through you know, things like youth organisations, clubs, scouts, going to university, clubs at university, work, family, church. These, these are all parts of community. For me, I think the maker community is the one that I've been most comfortable in. And I hope to be a member of it for, for a long time. So thank you for that, maker community. So keep looking for your community. If you're not finding it straight away, well, just keep doing what you're doing. Keep sharing, as I've, as I've said already. You'll find a community. Hopefully, it's a positive community. Don't forget, there are negative communities too. I've seen that as well. And... They're not healthy, they're not good for you. But the right community can be healthy and drive you forward, make you grow as a person, as a maker, as an individual, and as a part of the community itself. I'd urge you to get involved. Keep safe, keep healthy, stay at home, do the thing that you've got to do, we've all got to do. I hope you've uh, found this useful and enjoyable. Maybe you need to think about. Maybe call to action, reach out to parts of that community that you're in, help to grow, maybe say thank you to some people. Anyway, bye for now.